Hi there everyone, welcome to the weekly wrap. It is the 7th of May 2018. What is on the agenda today? We will digest the Federal Reserve, which had its latest policy meeting last week. We'll have a look at the relationship between yields and equities. There's some concern creeping into the markets on this recently. And finally, we'll give you a sector update as well. We'll hone in into the worst performing sector year to date, consumer staples, giving you an idea of what's going on there. So there was nothing major from the Fed last week, but there are still some interesting takeaways. It's still happy with the current growth trajectory for the U.S. economy, and it even sees activity picking up in the coming quarters. And as we have been noting in recent weeks and months, there are good reasons to believe this. Consumers are still doing well. This was further confirmed by the strong labor market report on Friday. Unemployment now even has a 3% handle. As the Fed also noted, investment spending is on the rise. That was also clearly evident in the Q1 GDP report. And underpinning this, of course, is fiscal policy, which is turning quite stimulative over across the Atlantic in the US. Then also noteworthy were the comments on inflation. It has noted that inflation is moving up towards its target, which of course is 2%. That is indeed correct. The core PCE now stands at 1.9% year-on-year. But what is new here in the statement is that the Fed is describing its target as symmetric. That, in turn, means even if we see inflation moving up to 2% or higher, the Fed will feel comfortable with this because it is essentially making up for the years of lackluster inflation. In other words, what we're saying here, the Fed will not speed up the pace of hikes due to this slightly higher inflation we are seeing. So steady as she goes at the Fed, meaning it is unlikely to rattle the markets for now, potentially next year. But let's leave that for another time. Let's also take this opportunity to talk a little bit about the relationship between rising yields and the stock market. As I just noted before, there's a fair amount of concern out there around rising rates and what it implies for risk assets. And the first thing to say is that all things equal, higher bond yields are negative for equities. This is because the higher the yields, the higher the discount rate used to value equities. And a higher discount rate in turn means a lower present value for a given company's cash flows. But thankfully, all things are never equal. In fact, let's think about why yields are rising. This is usually in an environment when economic growth is robust, which it currently is, as we just explored. And also in turn, it means profits are rising, which they currently are in Q1. And all of this usually more than compensates for the higher yields, as you can also see, judging by the S&P 500 plotted against Fed rate hikes. But it is true that at some stage, rising rates will become restrictive. But let's bear in mind, while we have had a rise in recent months, the yield level is still low in a historic sense. And what also matters is real rates. So that's inflation stripped out. And if we look at the real Fed funds rate, for example, it is still stimulative. In fact, it's around zero. Usually, the time to worry is when monetary conditions come really restrictive when the real rate exceeds 100 basis points. So when the base interest rates are 1% above inflation. 
that historically looking at cycles since the Second World War is when we usually do face a problem ahead for the economy. We are, however, not there yet, meaning in our view at least this strong profit backdrop can continue to have the upper hand. Finally, let's do a brief sector update as well and have a look at consumer staples, which is the worst performing sector this year by quite some distance. What's been going on? Of course, there are macro factors at work here. These are often treated as bond proxies. So if you have an environment not good for bonds, it hits these types of stocks as well. But more interestingly, underlying business problems are on the rise as well. For example, the hypermarket space is under significant strain. And we can see these problems really staring us in the face last week when Walmart announced it was getting out of the UK with its sale of Asda. It is selling this asset for £7 billion, which is about the same price that it bought it for in 1999, which is startling. What's been going on? Well, the rise of the discounters has had a marked impact in the UK and is only really getting started over in the US, where there already appears to be a significant price war unfolding in groceries, with reports coming in that in some categories we are seeing drops of more than 30%. All of that over the last eight months since the likes of Lidl have entered this market. All of this is not even mentioned the Amazon effect with the acquisition of Whole Foods last year. They are set to add a further competitive element into an already difficult market. And finally, the biggest drag occurring in Staples is what is going on in the tobacco industry, which has really been crushed so far this year. Regulatory risks are on the rise. The FDA is moving in an ever stricter direction. Some people are saying that we're seeing the biggest anti-smoking push in over a generation. But for the most part, this is also about disruption and the rapid increasing uptake of vaping. So the use of e-cigarettes. And it's quite stunning to see if you look at cigarette sales in the first quarter of 2018, especially in the US, they have fallen off significantly. Now, Big Tobacco is, of course, looking to get into the e-cigarette market as well. But the problem is that margins are nowhere near as good as in traditional combustible cigarettes. It's a changing world for Big Tobacco and gives us another reason to remain underweight consumer staples. As we have been highlighting, we prefer to allocate in the more cyclical areas of the market, such as in financials, technology, and industrials. But that's it from me. Have a fantastic week ahead. Please go to nordiaprivatebanking.com slash podcast dash disclaimer to read a legal disclaimer applicable to this podcast. Mm-hmm.